0: Uh, the topic today is a chicken. <laughs> it's always chicken. I always assume it's chicken too. And a gerbil. You are now listening
1: to Good, Bad, or Bullshit.
0: Good evening and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit random topics unscripted opinionated reviews uh my name's michael Hodgins, and joining me tonight as every night that we record this is crofton steers hello crofton hello michael and of course mr bo schwartz how are you doing today bo
2: hello michael hello listeners i'm doing fan freaking tastic how are you doing today
0: oh it's music musical bo
2: It is sing-song intro. It's Uh time for a podcast, and I'm excited.
0: Okay, that was (laughs) terrible, but hey, hello, I'm here. I'm ready to go. Debate a topic. (laughs) Debate a topic. Wait, I feel like after that, it should be pointed out that you're taking acting classes. Yes, I I am. um, am... It it, it fits into my stereotype of the actor. I I, I am an actor. Listen to
2: me, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. I am exploring the thespian arts and, um, you know, trying to expand, uh, just let go of my uh, repressions and become more in tune with my impulses and display my vulnerable inner self to the world. So, Yes acting classes, which by the way, um, I've been enrolled in acting classes for a little while and I'll be taking more, but I have a, a final presentation in two weeks time that I'm really looking forward to. So I'd be, you guys are invited. So I'm inviting you live on the air. Listeners, if you want to come too, it's uh, just message me on Twitter at Bo Schwartz and I'll tell you where it is.
1: Will uh, will you fake cry?
2: No, um, I don't want to spoil the story. It's a very small scene and it's not a big it's not like a biggest deal, but um, where it's a sort of a, a criminal plot gone awry. It
1: all—they always go awry. I find those criminal plots.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be—it's gonna be a humorous one, so it should be enjoyable. Uh, yeah. So acting is great, and uh, I like to sing, even though I'm bad. Anyways. You know.
1: Bo, if we're going to be evaluating your life, uh, <laughs> evaluating your acting skills, <laughs> evaluating everything that has to do with you, we, we definitely have to check in on, on Smoke Watch, I think. Okay. Uh, it feels like it's been a while. Fine,
2: you're, but you're not coming to evaluate me. You're coming just to watch and enjoy I'm the evaluating. performance. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Smoke Watch. I feel like a rock star now when that intro comes on.
1: Well, isn't that the, that intro the sound of failure to you by now? Normally,
2: uh, I, I think at first it was a sound of embarrassment and sheepishness and sheepish sheepishness. Shame. Yes, shame. That's the word. And um, you know, now it's like I'm super excited that uh, you guys called out Smoke Watch because uh, I haven't had a cigarette in over four weeks now. I think. Congratulations. So since the fishing trip that we talked about on the show, that exciting fishing trip. Um, so yeah, uh, that's... You switched chequenos-
1: to cigars.
2: No, no, no. I'm doing the nicotine replacement therapy of e-cigarettes. However, I've cut down my dosage to a third. Um, up from nice. using normal stuff. So I mix the the nicotine stuff with... Um, banana flavor and orange creamsicle flavor and it makes a really nice blend
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't orange creamsicle
2: yeah so eventually it'll just be nothing but banana and orange orange creamsicle in my mouth and um that'll be that that's gonna be a fantastic time because it means i will have quit smoking and no longer need that drug to function uh as a human being so um good times that's- ahead
1: Wow, that's awesome, Bo. That is huge, huge uh, progress. And would you, so I guess would you endorse the? Um, and I guess the answer is probably yes. But would you endorse the the e-cigarettes and that? I know they're in the news a lot lately.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I did it on a lark. I've tried different types of. I've done gum and I've I've done uh, cold turkey and 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 they haven't really stuck. I've never. It's also a matter of really wanting to do it. Like I think it's really hard to know when it's your drug brain telling you that you want to keep doing it, or if you really want to quit. and You have to really know what the reasons and benefits are to really feel like you want to commit to it. And it's just hard. It's I don't have good advice on how to do it other than it's not just the... I, just, I can't just credit the tool alone. Um, it's been a long time coming. And I credit you guys for embarrassing me on the air uh, with Smokewatch. Uh, that's anytime, been really helpful Bo, too. Anytime, Bo. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah.
1: Hey, just as an aside... Do any of you guys know where the term cold turkey came from?
2: Um hmm. there there was a farmer who had turkeys and it in the fake. winter they got cold so it's they couldn't eat, they couldn't eat turkeys for the winter and so he went to his wife and children said, "Sorry, cold turkeys. We're
0: going off food, cold
1: turkeys. <laughs> 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 okay.
2: Man, uh, my acting class is not paid off. I'm horrible at improvisation. Does,
1: does that mean you know what it is, Crofton? No, see, and this is a testament to the quality of this podcast. Uh, the fact that we will talk about all topics, even when we know nothing about them. I know nothing about cold turkey. The why that I would ask a specific
0: etymological question with that, knowing that no one will know the answer. is a testament to this podcast.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, I will follow up on this. I will determine what the answer is and oh. then I will share it on a future podcast. Homework for Wait, homework out for of context. Yeah.
0: Great. Well, yeah. with with that, maybe we should get into a random topic for this okay. evening.
1: Alright,
2: let's let's uh, let's get going. I'm ready to do this. Mike, <sighs> are you standing at the ready?
0: Yeah, I'm in my garage. Let's right. do it. There we
2: go.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: going cold. <laughs>
2: Yeah, incidentally, um, confirming the actor stereotype, we drank a lot of red wine last night. <laughs> um,
0: the topic today, huh, this seems like kind of a convoluted one in some senses, it's loyalty. Loyalty? Yeah.
1: Wait, really? Loyalty? Loyalty. It's So, okay, I think, but convoluted, it, it makes sense, like, what, you know, loyalty is something that's really valued. In society, (laughs) but really, is it something that like should we feel loyal or to people, places, things, or is it just is it just an obligation? Really, I guess you know, like is there val is there value in it, or is it just is it just a ridiculous contract we've made up in our minds? Loyalty, yeah,
0: loyal, really. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm having a hard time with this.
0: Came out of the random topic generator, Um, indeed. Yes, so so loyalty. I mean, try to define it without using the word loyalty too much. (laughs) Uh, Is basically when you are true to a cause or a person or group, um, and that you stand behind them, sort of, no matter what. That would be that would be being loyal. So right? even but, when it gets uncomfortable. Yeah, right? I think I think your loyalty is tested when things get uncomfortable. Maybe, but More you're difficult.
1: Lo- you can be loyal to anything from a sports team to a brand of soft drink, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, you you could be yes, and it's one of those things we're often used with the word unwavering, you know, as being the the pinnacle of loyalty when you are just you're so stalwart in your. Loyalness—that nothing will sway you from your loyalty to. I'm whatever. really,
2: I'm really amused that the first two things that came to Crofton's mind were sports teams and soft
0: drinks. Well, he's trying to think about his own personal. <laughs> no, loyalties. I know it's not meant to be derisive. He but... imagines his friends like dead in the gutter, but he's like if talks bad about Pepsi, he's gonna
1: come. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me choose. Um, <laughs> the the thing is too is like I, I think like because Bo and I sometimes get in to it about this video game company Blizzard which makes video games that Bo is loyal to so they could put out they could take a crap, wrap it up and sell it on the, their eShop and Bo would buy it, right? Because he's loyal to Blizzard based on their previous track record and stuff like that. So so loyalty to say a corporation or loyalty to uh, in, in, to a friend or a loyalty to you know a product or sports team like I mentioned I see them as kind of is kind of the two edges of lo- the two sort of edges of loyalty. On one side, you have the positive, which is that you know, you got your friends back. If they're ever in trouble, you know they can count. You know they can can count on you because you're loyal, loyal to them. Uh, On the other hand, it can seem like uh, loyalty is just like a lack of questioning things around you. You know, so like you're just I'm going to take this at face uh, at face value because I am loyal to this to this product or thing or whatever.
2: Yeah, but like in the Blizzard example, because there's a distinction I feel between like a a brand trust that I think we commonly referred to in our vernacular as brand loyalty but like if if the blizzard a studio were to start releasing things i didn't find entertaining um or that wasn't worth my time i don't think i think i would stop shopping there and my sense of loyalty i guess and i'm this may be pk un but like in the purest sense is that even when it's uncomfortable you are still loyal you know and um I'm I'm thinking of, like, arch villains who have, like, underlings that are loyal no matter what and get rewarded with uh, powers and, and things of that nature. Like, um, I don't know, like, maybe a spy or something. Like, loyalty might be tested when you're in a, a military-type situation or whatever, and you have a chance to have uh, – you get tempted with personal gain or or freedoms, and you refuse it because of a principle or something like that. Like, you could be loyal to a principle – And that might be something that you would associate with a corporation or a brand where you're loyal to them because of their principles matching yours, even when it's
0: uncomfortable. I don't know. What do you think, Mike? Well, I think think you're mixing things a little bit there. Oh, yeah. I'm all over the place. Well, I think being principled and taking a stand on a matter of principle is different than something like loyalty. Uh, Because I think that loyalty, well, this is my opinion, I think that loyalty inherently it, to, to some degree probably lacks that principled or rational thought. It's more an emotional gut feeling. Uh, and I think that's why we think of it in terms of our friends or our families most, you, you know, most basically. And I, I think like with this type of topic, this type of thing, which is sort of a, a human kind of uh, – emotion or behavior. Uh, I, I think it's, it's always interesting to take a step back and be like, okay, well, what's, what are the roots of these? And it's probably to do with a cohesive sort of group back when human beings were hunter-gatherers and had small groups. Probably that sense of loyalty was very important to the survival and the success of the group. And that kind of instinct in us has now has now spread into all these other types of things. Because I can't imagine a caveman being like, oh, I'm loyal to hemlock brand, spear, wood. It's, <laughs> it's the number one. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, more just like, because there aren't necessarily other things to be loyal to. But when you're talking about, you know, maybe warfare or, or, or disputes with other sort of groups, you, you need your own group to be loyal uh, as opposed to just jumping ship, or else you're not going to be very successful as a group kind of thing. So it's probably rooted in us all to some degree. I, I'm, I'm sure we all feel senses of loyalty well, well, to, to something. Yeah, I think it's something that affects most, if not all, of our lives. I mean,
2: um, we've done a few shows on marriage, so maybe we shouldn't hash it out too much, but there's a sense of being loyal in a committed relationship, right? So there are certain behaviors or things that would would be seen as a betrayal. And um, another way to describe that might be a lack of loyalty to your partner. Um, Does that resonate with either of you? Well,
1: I think that the word betrayal, I think you can't speak about loyalty without having – with talking about treachery or betrayal. And and the negative connotations that come from one and the positive connotations that come from the other. You know, if I'm like, Michael – you are my loyal friend, but you have betrayed me. And what I'm saying essentially is that he has broken our loyalty, right? Like I, I trusted him in that. T- so that, that infers that being loyal is essentially a positive thing. Um, and, uh, and, and and betraying someone's trust is is a negative thing but i think that you can talk about loyalty without talking necessarily about necessarily about betrayal like talking about the merits of bringing uh, loyalty to begin with if we believe that we're all selfish creatures let's say um then why should i put uh say my friends needs uh ahead of you know my own let's say my, Let's say going to Bo's acting symposium, uh, symposium. <laughs> was yeah. was going to be – was was going to interfere with my ability to watch the hockey game, right? Uh-huh. Uh, l- let's just say then – then, and I say, you know what? I'm not going to Bo's thing. Uh, I'm going to just watch the hockey game instead because that is what I would rather do. You bastard. Yeah. Not like this is very light, obviously, but I'm just saying I'm putting my I'm putting myself uh, first and not and not my friend first. And so I guess when discussing loyalty, I'm sort of interested in like in in its in its merits because it's uniformly associated as a good thing, as a positive thing. And should should that be the case, or should really um, should, should it be like seen for the t- sort of the two sides that it has, which is the 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 selfish uh, the selfish side offering positive things, as well as the loyal side offering negative things. I'm not sure if I'm making but myself. Clear I think here. when it
0: gets when it gets difficult, and when your kind of example of uh, you know snubbing Bose uh, acting seminar, um, that um, it's more when you have. Uh, the sense of divided loyalty. So when you said, you know, maybe you wouldn't be loyal to your friend, but maybe it's that you do have this loyalty to hockey and supporting the team. And I think that's when loyalty gets tricky, when you have to stack and, you know, find an order of where where do your loyalties lie. And I think this can happen a lot in families where I think a lot of us have our kind of base loyalties. Oftentimes you'll hear of, say, a married couple and the, say, uh, your mother and your wife don't get along and then that can cause a lot of conflict in that you know the wife's your chosen companion and but you, the other one's your mother and it's kind of like well where are your loyalties and they have a dispute and you're kind of like ah stuck between them both because you're of course you feel loyal to your wife but you also feel loyal to the person who raised you and and that's when loyalty ends up being this Weird thing. that's not wholly a positive in that it can kind of tear you in different directions, and neither is necessarily the the obvious or right course of action. I mean, when you talk about betrayal, uh, I think that's pretty specific that you've chosen okay the the negative angle. But oftentimes you're pulled between two different loyalties, and 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 you both have the that 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 positive aspect is pulling you in both directions, but yet it might seem like. You don't know where to turn.
2: That's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I hadn't really considered that when it came to loyalties, but it definitely resonates with me. Um, you know, wanting to to not disappoint others and to, I guess, demonstrate to them your loyalty commitment. And, and I guess being loyal to a person can be a way to um, show your love rather than say it. And so, yeah, that's... Uh,
1: I think... in Getting back to sort of what I was saying about being selfish, I think that loyalty can also be looked at as an investment in the sense that it, you're being loyal to people that you would hope to earn and that's why the heartbreak when somebody is not like you've invested your loyalty in this person and and for them to not reciprocate it when you expect them to um can be can be really you know traumatic and that sort of thing so i i think that like and in the end if they do reciprocate it, then you are bene- you are mutually benefiting. So I'm I you know I attend Bo's acting seminar and maybe he attends my uh, hockey clinic um, or something, right? Whereas whereas otherwise nobody would attend either of our events.
2: Yeah, that then that's I think that's like a, almost a trope where it's like <laughs> you know you're going to my things, I'm going to your things. We're good friends or something. You know, sometimes that stuff doesn't come to the surface. I, I'm. What I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, I guess this is rather sort of a droll example when it's like you come to my stuff, I come to your stuff. But loyalty, I think what's clear is that that it affects us on many levels and not just those extreme cases where we talk about, I don't know, corporate indoctrination for brands or, you know, governments and... and, and military conflict and but, things. But, like yeah, that, and yeah, I
0: think be, because it is, I, I think, a strong impulse with most people have some sense of loyalty that I think it can be pretty easily manipulated um, and that and that's potentially a negative. So um, I'm thinking about, say, employers. Uh, you know, you'll hear oftentimes, I remember in this city, Nortel was a big company in this in this city, and you, yeah. and a lot of people had worked there for say twenty years. This I and you know probably had a certain pride in being with the same company, and you have this idea of company loyalty. And then when they folded, everyone lost all their pensions, and you know in a sense that loyalty was betrayed. It's sort of like you've worked all this time, paid into a pension, and now you have nothing, kind of thing. So, but because I, I think that companies are inherent, they're never going to have the same sort of emotions personal emotions that an individual might have so i think and and same with a brand too Uh, i might take a direction you don't like and you've been like oh but i've been following this for you know however many years and uh, and that just irks you but you still feel this kind of emotional pull so i think it can be it can be manipulated for 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 gain of of uh of an employer or for uh, or state
1: state like yeah, For like sure. if if you're loyal to your country above and beyond, and you often see this tension in in spy fiction. And Bo mentioned, like, you know, say the secret agent bef- before being loyal to the queen or whatever. You're loyal to the state, uh, but but sometimes you see these people who are like living with their family, but th- they're a secret agent or they're whatever, and and they're loyal. Th- their order of loyalties is that first and foremost, they they're loyal to king and country, and then next. They're loyal to their family or whatever, and that it is it is an interesting uh, uh, way that you can see of sort of stacking stacking loyalties. I agree with what you're saying, Mike. Like people can easily take advantage of that stuff. Interesting,
0: you make me think of uh, in. In uh, now that you mentioned that, um, so in, you know in Canada in World War II, there was uh, many ja- Japanese who are were Canadian citizens or born in Canada. Uh, David Suzuki being a prominent one, who during World War II, because the U.S. and the Allies are at war with Japan, Canada rounded up the, the Japanese Canadians and put them in camps, basically fearing their loyalty to the their country of origin. Uh, and, and and questioning, I guess, their loyalty to this country. So just, you know, it, it, people also can make big assumptions about your loyalty based on your race or culture or things like that. And it definitely is an interesting and an easily manipulated thing in this day and age when people have different ethnic roots or cultural roots or national roots but live in different countries and associate with those countries and new and new cultures. It's like this... Overlapping, overlapping mismatch of where, where do your loyalties yeah. lie, and he, then re- put a, stack religion onto that, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Even more recently,
2: you can think of you know what happened on September 11 in the America and how that affected their you know Arabs, <laughs> Arab Americans who were you know everybody. There was a question of their loyalty as well, and that's sure. a more recent example. Mind you, there were no concentration camps. It was still the same idea that you're attacking. Um, a group's uh, loyalty and, and the thing I was thinking of When you were talking Was just even um, Especially in You know I would say Like in I'm going to speak only for Maybe Canada and North America But like Where there is free speech And where there is someone Who wants to um, Squash that kind of free speech Or that kind of idea Is a quick Um, Way to attack someone as well in that case is to, you know, say that they're disloyal to the country, for example, labeling someone a communist or socialist because they have beliefs about caring about other citizens, you know?
1: (laughs) It's, it's funny, I, and I will top you all with the most recent example, since we're doing most recent examples for the win, in yeah. uh, Edward Snowden. Um,
2: oh, yeah, there was a – yeah.
1: And yeah. Uh, living good. as an outcast in in Russia, as a refugee in Russia, because he, he – essentially whistle blew um, uh, government secrets with and, and related to the uh, the United States. They have subsequently, the United States government that is, declared him essentially a traitor uh, and uh, and betraying his country where he, uh, the way that, that he would present it is he, that he's loyal to his country and the ideals it represents in its people but not necessarily loyal to the government, right? So like in the stacking of the loyalties there um he's he's saying that he's choosing you know the country but not necessarily the government and separating them at that but that's a recent high profile example of when people were literally talking in the news and how they're being framed
2: yeah and that's a that's a big deal like what he did I think and I think anyone would want to know that their government is collecting all kinds of crazy amount of information about its citizens in this big brother kind of thing and how could how could I don't know. Like I could see someone not doing it for good reasons, but I just, that's, well.
0: it is quite interesting. And I think it probably depends, you know, how the way you think about your loyalties And, and especially in a case like that probably depends a lot on your personal ideological kind of view of the world where you're like, um, I'm loyal to the people, you know, and you think, you know, and they're not being told this information, and it's important. So you're, you know, that sense of loyalty is drawing you to whistleblow. But but another person who might have a strong sense of respect for authority. Um, considers the government and the structures of of the make up the state to be what you are loyal to in a country. It's it, it's it's really interesting. And this this topic, which started out initially, and maybe that's why I thought it was convoluted, because it certainly kind of is a can of worms. There there are some there are some aspects of this which I which I feel when I think about it when I'm thinking about a verdict, are wholly good, you know, I think of uh, things like loyalty to your family and your friends and that sort of thing, all those positive aspects. but then how easily it can be manipulated it's certainly it's not as cut and dry as it might seem
1: and i I think that when you put the adjective of unwavering uh, loyalty at the beginning or you can you can uh, you can definitely see um, how that is important uh, because for example, Un, you could say unquestionable loyalty, uh, or you know, like uh, I. You could even it sounds it sounds fake in a way, but you could even say say like I'm tentatively loyal to you. I guess that doesn't make any sense. You have to be full on loyal. There's no half half. You've got something there though. What?
2: Well, like like you're loyal to a point. Are you loyal to the point where you'd give your own life for something? Like I think loyalty always has a clause. And in very few cases, it doesn't. And that's the best loyalty, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I guess that's true. It's like you you would – and they always talk about the Secret Service agents. Would you take a bullet for for the president, right? And yeah, obviously, that's that's training. But like when you hear somebody say, you know, like, oh, I would die for my kids or, you know, and that sort of thing. Um, But it's it's interesting that the um, negative – Sorry, Carlton.
0: No, no, no. Go ahead. Sorry, Mike. I was just – going to say, and again, this kind of comes back to the manipulation aspect uh, of it, uh, but it's sort of like people can que- question, it's like the, you, you loyalty can be used to sort of quelch uh, public discourse about something. So um, especially when we talk about things like being critical to your government, you may feel very loyal to your country and feel part of that is your, your duty is to question the decisions of uh, any given government. Uh, but some people might instantly throw that down as like questioning your your loyalty, and and that might trigger these these visceral reactions of like, well, no, I am loyal, and and then you might just sort of keep your trap shut because you don't want to be perceived in this way, uh, in this way. And I think that oftentimes that's how kind of nationalistic fervors are used uh, as as a negative thing to for the, in democratic states where you try to whip up this nationalistic pride and loyalty to the state. And then, basically, what that does is just melt away kind of criticism of the of the state, which 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 we re- kind of require in, in a healthy democracy. So, loyalty—it's it's definitely a very strange thing. What do, what are you guys thinking about verdicts, or do you have more to hash out on? Um, this? Well, I, I think we should probably move into verdicts, but I, I wanted to sort of, for the
2: sake of the conversation, um, just ask uh, if you consider yourselves generally as a description a loyal person, because I would say. Yes, but I would feel tentative about it because of that line. But generally, I would say, yeah. What do you guys think? Uh,
1: I would, yeah, I would say that, like, I would characterize myself as a, a loyal person. And,. Uh, um, I you know I think I think with everything there's there's sort of limits in this but I also think that um that that for my especially close friends and family that and that's how you always talk when you talk about loyalty you always get at least I do I always get back to that and I think that's why it has so much positive connotations um when really the, the loyalty that Mike described that's often used against you or against people um, is a much broader type of loyalty. But loyalty to your friends and family seems like pretty much unimpeachable in in terms of purity almost. It's like this is the pure – loyalty and in that regard I feel that I'm a loyal person
0: hmm. Mike? Um, you know it's funny because I, f- I feel like my answer is just like talking about this question which is that it is sort of convoluted and based on you know your perspective because I would think that I am a very loyal person you know if I think of a situation like something's happening with my family and you know there's a super important meeting at work that's been in the works for like six months or something like that if my wife tells me I need you to come home now uh i would just be like okay uh, see you later work and they might say uh oh, but this is you know this is this is very important you need to be here i just would be like goodbye uh and, and then <laughs> and then i would seem like i'm like what well, they'd be like wow what a crappy employee he's super not loyal to this organization which would be true uh because again of that like sort of stacking of loyalties and that's and that's why it's such a, a convoluted thing. And the same with kind of like I feel like it's my duty to kind of be critical of, of uh, politics and stuff like that. So sometimes I might not seem – and I'm very patriotic in the traditional sense. I feel that I am, but it might not seem that way. So I think it's all based on perspective and, and things like that. But but in terms of family and friends, I do consider myself to be a very loyal person. Okay, So I'm going
2: to roll that into a verdict then if you guys are good to go. Yeah. Um, So loyalty is interesting, because we've talked a lot about how it feels good, I think, to be described as a loyal person. I want to be a loyal person. But it always, um, it always sort of seems to me that it gets to a point where uh, it's hard to be a questioning person, and also a loyal person in many cases. Um, Or it can, wanting the desire to be loyal in certain situations can run into uh, conflict with with different things in life that over that over those overlapping needs from your principles from uh, your societal pressures your cultural pressures and your interpersonal pressures that um I don't know like we value loyal people but at the same time there's just cases where there's an expectation of loyalty where it's undeserved and it's a hard thing to reconcile so I'm going to say that uh loyalty is bullshit yeah and like that's a that's kind of an uncomfortable one i can't really like i definitely see there are cases where it can be even flattering for someone to be loyal to you Um, there are people that you love and when you love something uh, whether it's a principle a person or an institution then that loyalty i think can be a very positive thing depending on what that thing is um, so, but I think there are a lot of cases where uh, loyalty is is abused, and um, we get ourselves confused with loyalty.
0: So I'm going with bullshit. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay, I, I guess I'll go next. Mm-hmm. Uh, this <laughs> it's funny because I I do find this an interesting topic and a hard a hard one to give a verdict on. But I'm going to come right out and say I think that loyalty is good. And now, now that I've said that, because I decided that's what angle I'm going to take on it, uh, I'll go right into the giant caveat that I will attach to that. Good, which is if your loyalties are in the right place, and I think that's a kind of a common, a common phrase. That's a big question. <laughs> well, I th- but I think that's it, and I th- and I think, but I think that that's that's the kind of the root of the issue, and and I think, and it's that's a very individual and personal decision of like where where should your loyalties lie, um, and I mean it's. It, I think we all have to make that decisions th- those decisions for ourselves. Uh, and for me, you know, those decisions uh, or, or my loyalties lie with family and friends, very personal thing, and maybe less so at a at a broader uh, sense. And I think that you know, oftentimes people mis- put their loyalties in things that they shouldn't waste their time in, like things like brands or sports teams and things. Those are just my opinions. Maybe sports teams doesn't really doesn't, doesn't really affect anything, but I think brands and and things like that where it's there's someone else's kind of gain is based in your sort of emotional responses i think is is definitely not a good thing and i feel unfortunate for those people who have put their loyalties into something that's 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 just not going to reward you in the way that that something like a relationship to a friend or family will so again loyalty good but you know put some thought into where into where your
1: loyalties go so i I thought you both raised some good points there. Loyalty is seen as such a good thing, and I I think of blind loyalty, and I think of like like for instance, we Mike and I had a conversation about Nazis the other day, and 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 Nazi soldiers, and about how they were just loyal to the cause, and and the brutalities of war were sort of made routine for them and stuff, so, um and uh, and I just think like when Mike is describing when when he's describing, you know how loyalty is good and you put it in the right if you put it in the right place and then he's making an individual judgment call about what the right place it is right and the right place for him would maybe different for somebody else and all this um but i just i just think that like it, it's for loyalty to be a uniform good for me it would have to be that I trust all other humans in the world to put their loyalty in the, what I personally Crofton consider to be the right place. And I don't, I don't trust people to do that. And I think, I think that loyalty can easily, uh, can easily be abused. I think it's, I think by and large, when I think about being loyal to my friends and family, that's something I think of extremely positively, but, as a whole, I'm gonna to have to agree with Bo. I think because I can't say loyalty is bad. I gotta say that it is bullshit.
2: I think you said bullshit, which is fine.
1: That might have been a Freudian <laughs> slip.
0: <laughs> All right, well, that was awesome, guys. It's funny how that was a different like when when I gave my good with the caveat. I was I was teeter tottering between saying giving it a bad with the caveat because it would have been just the exact opposite. Loyalty is bad when you put it in the wrong places and let it abuse you. And it's, it's the exact same. So, so I think that, it's, you know, in a way uh, I'm more in agreement with where you guys came down on it, but I, I just—I don't know. I guess I was just thinking of the emotional responses of the kind of personal relationships, so it drew me over there.
2: Yeah, well, I'm worried about people I know listening, going like, "Oh, so you think loyalty's bullshit, dude?" Yeah, he's fickle, that bow. He's fickle. He'll—he'll
0: like, he'll turn on you it's in like, a moment. Okay, buddy.
2: well, we'll see you at that acting symposium.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to
1: that. Uh, <laughs> and I ask you, dear listeners, how many podcasts do you listen to, where the we? They discuss, the hosts discuss in meticulous detail the meaning of loyalty. Not many, I say. I can't not think many of many at all.
2: I can't think of one and I listen to a lot of podcasts. And you know what? Not only do we like to talk about things like loyalty, but we love to hear from our listeners. So if you're out there listening to loyal my voice, you loyal, loyal <laughs> listeners, if you're out there. We love getting mail, and most importantly, we love to hear your opinions. We kind of like to keep it a judgment-free zone. So email us with your thoughts and opinions, goodbadbull at gmail.com. If you want to find out more about the show, you can visit our website, goodbadbull.com. There you can read the write-ups that I uh, write for each show, and you can also vote. There's voting whether you think uh, a topic is good, bad, or bullshit, so you can participate that way. Finally, you can follow us on Twitter at goodbadbull and like our Facebook page, link on the site. Um, If you want to subscribe to the show, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and we have an RSS feed all right, guys. I think that's going to conclude this week's episode of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Mike, if our loyal listeners want to loyally follow you on Twitter, where can they do that? I would
0: recommend they don't do it loyally because I certainly am not a loyal Twitter participant. But it's at M. L. Hodgins.
2: He doesn't tweet often, but when he does, there's usually a nice picture. So that's quality
0: good. over quantity, I say. And if
2: our listeners want to, our uh, loyal fans of the uh, Royal Crofton Steers. Where can they find you, Crofton?
1: They can find me uh, testing the boundaries of their loyalty through inappropriate Twitter posts at Crofton Steers. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: and I just wanted to add one thing about when you're giving that big spiel, Bo, you said we try to keep this a judgment free zone. And I would say that's not true. And listeners, if you want to judge us or opinions, please do, <laughs> because it'll just make for interesting discourse. Yeah. So we yeah, welcome okay. all views.
2: I'm confused. We welcome you can say anything you want, but you're like judgment you're like we welcome We welcome judgments on us is what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, you judge us. Feel free. Yes, please do. Um all right, and you can find me at Bo Schwartz. This conversation made me think of a great play and also a movie starring Daniel Day Lewis called The Crucible.
0: Mike, I know you know
2: it because we're both big fans of that play.
0: Well, um, and also the 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 movie version with Daniel Day Lewis, he is uh, amazing in that movie. That's my favorite Daniel Day Lewis. He, he is so, so good. good. No, it is. But, Honestly, but, have you have seen that, Crofton,
2: you Let's not drool over Daniel Day-Lewis. It's just that the story is about, you know, the the Salem witch hunts, right? And it was like, there's this guy who's like, this is all dumb. <laughs> and wouldn't show, like, loyalty to, I don't know, I can't remember, just the, the religious fervor of the times. He was loyal to his own um, common sense. And for that, he died. Well, well spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> well, I think of the, the the specific part where they're putting the stones on the old man and he re- cuz he refuses to tell someone told him a piece of information and he wouldn't give up the name and then they put all these stones on him and you know, until he basically died from it. And and again, that guy was loyal to the end to his to his friends. Yeah. Uh, and
2: that's moving, honest, brave, touching loyalty. So.
1: Rotten Tomatoes just gives it sixty eight percent, so screw that. Rotten, rotten. Tomatoes
2: is a <laughs> fallacy. It is the worst site on the internet. Oh yeah,
0: didn't we already do
1: or you guys
0: I think I wasn't didn't participate in that one.
2: Yeah I gave it up either a bad or bullshit I don't remember. <laughs> but I knew I was yeah, pause. I, Heavily critical of review aggregators Don't let review aggregators Define your life Live free uh, and be an actor I'm loyal to them
0: I telling you about, I can't remember if you were there or not, but when Bo's like <laughs> When Bo's like, "Oh, are you gonna come to my acting thing?" I always I think of that scene from The Big Lebowski where Lebowski's landlord is like, "Oh, dude, are you gonna come to my show?" Like, I'll be there, man. And it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think no about really. when Bo's like, "You guys gonna come to my show?" We're like, "Sure thing, Bo. We'll see you there." Oh, it's like there. this we'll horrible, syrupy song thing. <laughs>